Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn how your brain replays the things you've practiced at 20 times the speed and how scientists built an ultra-fast engine they say uses information as fuel. Let's satisfy some curiosity. When you're practicing a new skill, it's important to take breaks to give your body a rest. But according to a new study, there's another benefit to breaks. It turns out that during those breaks, your brain does a fast-forward replay of your practice session. And harnessing that fact could help people learn skills more quickly. So memory is a huge part of learning something new. I mean, after all, studying and practicing would be pointless if you couldn't remember what you learned. That new information first gets stored in your short-term memory, but it's only after it moves into your long-term memory that it really becomes useful later on. That process of moving information from short-term to long-term memory is called memory consolidation. For a long time, research has shown that taking frequent breaks while practicing something new speeds up memory consolidation and improves performance. But researchers weren't sure how these quick breaks actually helped the brain solidify new skills. So they set up an experiment. They had 30 participants sit in a brain scanning device while they practiced typing the numbers 41324 on a keyboard as fast and accurately as they could for 10 seconds. Then they rested for 10 seconds. Then they typed for 10 seconds. You get the picture. Eventually, the participants were able to type one sequence roughly every second. While the participants rested, the imaging showed that they were replaying the task in their brains. The replay lasted just 50 milliseconds, which was about 20 times faster than the participants could actually perform the task. Importantly, the brain scans revealed three times more replays in between practice rounds than after the experiment, which shows how important short breaks really are. They also showed more replays in the first half of the practice rounds than during the second, which suggests that the replays were helping with early learning of the task. Researchers also found that the people who replayed the task more during breaks also tended to learn the skill better. This study doesn't go so far as to say that replaying tasks causes faster, better learning, but it is possible that waking replay has a part to play in learning new skills or consolidating memories. That could be great news for rehabilitation and physical therapy, among other fields. Taking more frequent breaks might help people recovering from strokes and other brain injuries relearn motor skills and return to normal life more quickly. So the next time you're practicing something new, take breaks! It'll make your practice session even more effective. There's a new engine that runs on information is fuel. And no, this is not science fiction. It's just a new engine designed by a team of Canadian scientists. All right, so how do they do that? Well, it has to do with the second law of thermodynamics, which says the universe moves from an ordered state toward disorder or entropy through time and a demon. Okay, well, a fictional demon. Let me explain. So back in 1867, James Maxwell proposed a machine that could potentially violate the law of entropy, a machine known as Maxwell's demon. Here's how it worked. Imagine a demon that can operate a trap door between two chambers filled with gas. The gas particles randomly move around and bump into each other. But the demon has a devilish plan. 
It wants to separate the gas so that all of the hot, fast-moving particles are in one chamber and all the cold, slow-moving particles are in the other. So it lets only the fast-moving particles through the door. Eventually, the chamber with the fast-moving particles would be hotter than the chamber with the slow-moving particles, and the total entropy would have decreased. It would seem that the demon violated the second law of thermodynamics. Then, in 1929, physicist Leo Szilard realized the demon was missing one important thing. Information. The demon couldn't know whether the particles were hot or cold unless it measured their temperature. And that would use energy, which would increase the overall entropy of the system, meaning that it would not violate the second law of thermodynamics. But Zillard realized that there was a way to turn the demon's information into potential energy. Imagine a single gas molecule in one of the two chambers. If the demon knows which chamber the molecule is in, it can shut the trap door to compress the gas and close a piston in the empty chamber. Then, if it opens the trap door again, the gas expands back to equilibrium and a tiny amount of energy can then be collected by the piston. And there you have it, information converted to energy. Well, this new experiment works in a similar way. The team submerged a micron-scale bead in water, and then they trapped it in an optical tweezer made using a laser beam. The bead jiggles up and down within these tweezers, and the demon or in this case, the research team, continues to monitor its position. When the bead jiggles up by a certain amount, the demon moves the tweezers up to trap it at a slightly higher position. In this way, the bead continues to store more and more gravitational energy using only the information about its position. In other words, an information engine. This current design wasn't the first, but was a much more effective design. The heavier the bead, the longer it took for the bead to bounce up. The researchers used this trade-off to optimize the amount of energy that could be created. And in doing so, they created an engine that generated at least 10 times more energy than the previous designs. So it turns out, the demon succeeded after all. All right, well, let's recap what we learned today. Well, when you take breaks while learning a new skill, your brain actually does a fast-forward replay of the thing you just learned. Researchers think this is a way for the brain to move that new skill from your short-term memory into your long-term memory. So you should definitely take breaks. It could help you learn skills even faster. I actually used this tip over the weekend. What? And uh, while well, I was practicing my saxophone and... I have a piece of advice. Time those breaks because it's very easy once you if you're taking a lot of breaks, every single break gives you a chance to have like way too long of a break and never get back to the thing you're doing. I don't know. I'm very distractible. So so, you know, time your breaks and then the whole practice session will go a lot better. How did you time them? Like, well, I well, I didn't time them. And that oh. was the problem. But I could see being like, OK, I've finished with this thing. I'm going to take a five minute break and then, you know, time it on your watch or on your phone or whatever. Were you taking breaks that were too long then? I mean, yes, I was taking breaks and 
you know, then I'd go to Twitter and then I'd decide to have something to eat. And then by the time I knew it, it was like 30 minutes. But mm, I should get back to this. <laughs> Wait, you ate while practicing saxophone? I don't think I did. Now, I'm not. I'm just, uh-huh. for example, I, maybe I would have if I was practicing <laughs> something else. My college professor would be screaming right now. Hey, man, I mean, you play enough gigs at bars where your only payment is like a free meal and beer. You, you end up eating before you play. It's just a thing. Yeah, that's fair. And we learned that scientists figured out how to build an ultra-fast engine that uses information as fuel. Basically, they trapped a teeny tiny bead in an optical tweezer using a laser beam. The bead jiggled up and down in these tweezers, and every time it jiggled up by a certain amount, the researchers moved the tweezers to trap it at a higher position. That way, they got the bead to store more and more energy using only the information they had about its position. Boom! Information engine! This isn't the first time it's been done, but it is the most effective since it generated at least 10 times more energy than previous designs. But yeah, Maxwell's demon. It's a wild thought experiment, and it's even wilder that they're actually making it work. I can't believe that's possible. I cannot wrap my head around this. Do you have specific questions? (laughs) 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 Or do you want me to read it to you (laughs) again? (laughs) Is the demon holding a pitchfork? Yes. In okay. most in most diagrams, yes. Wait, seriously? Yeah, it has it's a little devil. Yeah. All I can think of is the little imp that flies around in Castlevania that looks like a demon. Castlevania Symphony of the Night specifically. I don't know what you're talking about, but it, yes, imp imp is about the right idea. Everyone else does. Okay. Every, every, other, every person other person listening to this podcast. <laughs> does. Next question, how big was the engine? The engine they actually made was very small. Maxwell's demon, I mean, it's also very small because Maxwell's demon is actually doing stuff with individual gas molecules. So both things are like quantum level. Wow. All right. And finally, can it power a morning cup of coffee? Maybe someday. Maybe someday. What they call it? Maxwell's demon's coffee? Uh, (laughs) The best part of waking up is thermodynamics in your cup. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Today's writers were Kelsey Donk and Brianna Brownell. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Listen back to this episode at 20 times speed. And let me know if it, I don't know, makes my jokes any funnier. Then join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.